Welcome everybody to the Split Six Podcast, the podcast where we split a six-pack and talk about three different topics, each over the course of one beer. I'm your host, Nick Wagella, and I'm today joined, as always, by my co-host, Jeremy Mahar. Jeremy, That's welcome me. back for another week. Welcome back. How are we doing, everyone? Uh, we are doing good over here. Jeremy and I just had one of our best days of the year in our fantasy Christmas football too. draft. Yeah, Christmas <laughs> too, as we like to call it. Um, but that is uh, before we before we get into that more, we have to introduce our guest, Jeremy, who is splitting six with us tonight. Today we have the one and only pizza eating Mr. Vince. <laughs> Hi, uh, so so grateful to be on today, guys. Like, uh, uh, yeah, just you know. Uh, tired and stressed out and angry. So, yeah. <laughs> Sounds like everyday life for people. It's going to be a ferocious episode from Vinny over here. Bring in the thunder to yeah, me and no. Jeremy's lightning. T- yep. Today, it's it's less Fluttershy and more Rainbow Dash. That's that's how like high up on the aggressive level I am. I Is that a, a, don't a Rainbow's know aggressive? Yeah, it's way over my head right now. I feel like Rainbow is like, you're going to be nice. I mean, I know a bunch of gay people, and they can be aggressive, so. Trolls? I guess yeah. trolls can be mean. Yep. For all trolls. zero of you. Trolls on rainbows? Or trolls leprechauns? Trolls on rainbows. Same thing. Every week, Jeremy has a new thing he's going to stutter over, and this time it's uh, trolls <laughs> via leprechauns. Trolls are under bridges. Rainbows are on leprechauns. leprechauns are on <laughs> the pot of gold of leprechauns steal. Lucky charms. <laughs> I pay the troll toll. Well, everybody you, tonight, you, yeah, <laughs> we have a different. Uh, we haven't done this. I think we've done this a couple times, but um, we have a smorgasbord of beers today because I bought a. I bought two packs of beer, and I realized we already did two of them. So these are the other three that we haven't done. So we're each gonna do one of each of these. And Vince, you are a guest of honor. So which one do you want us to start with first? Because there's, I, I bought a twelve pack with uh, three different kinds or. Three, three different kinds. So I was going to ask why there are three different kinds of beer in front of me the right now. Mm. We're doing so one, know, for right? each, one for so, each segment. Well, since we just talked about uh, um, trolls, well, so you know how, Jeremy, we call people in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan youpers? Yep. So they, youpers, call us Lower Michiganders trolls because we're under the bridge that's correct so as the red hot chili peppers would say yes so that's why we are going to start with the upper peninsula ale all right the upper peninsula ale by upper hand brewery is a traditional american pale ale the upa and it is 5.5 alcohol by volume and its shelf life is six months Mm. (laughs) oh that's happy that's very yep. happy. One of the coolest houses to party at at Central back in the day. I don't know if it's still there, but it was, it's just called the Uper House. It's full of people that just are from the UP, mm-hmm. mostly Iron Mountain area. Um, <laughs> all flock together there. But don't party. This is good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that is. I, I like that. It's also got its GPS coordinates on top of the oh. can. <laughs> you said very hoppy, and I was like, I, it's getting, not that hoppy. I was scared. Really? It's, very, it's smooth. Yeah. I mean, it's. It's smooth, yes, but I, I guess I taste a lot of hops there. But the it's, I'm not is, complaining. This can, I mean, all these cans are awesome. This is really good. Yeah, I actually really like it. It's almost it's like it's malty. Like the, yeah, no, in a way. To no, me. no, yeah. Mm, that is good. You That's mean? good. <laughs> in, a, 
Does it taste like that to you at all? You mean no, yeah? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no? What? Uh, oh, man, that's so cool, though. You, you keep expanding the collection here. Yeah, the the shelves are running out. Uh, we'll have to construct more shelves, then. I, I guess. I don't know. We'll have to Just see six. what the future holds, because everything is unpredictable at this point. Beer number one. Sports. All right, so we have to talk about the most important story in all of professional sports right now. Tom, Tom Brady's plastic surgery just came back and uh, says a lot of shit's going on when you're 45. Uh huh. He, he looked weird. Did he not to you? He looked like I know people are speculating he was he really got plastic surgery and everything, but mm-hmm. he looked like his face wasn't moving and like people were comparing photos. And I'm like looking at him like, man, he does look way more plastic over time yeah i mean i don't know i didn't i didn't <laughs> notice anything but uh jeremy being a tom brady hater might notice some yeah, more he's, stuff. he's setting up excuses for why they're gonna <laughs> well, fail this well year right yeah, i think if it, it's <laughs> i think the foundation if he's getting plastic surgery well i think that's kind of a misnomer because we all know he's using bits of like deflated footballs to reconstruct his face <laughs> i mean he came back like two shades darker like he was definitely tanning yeah he's yeah. on vacation and having troubles with his wife because his wife doesn't want him to play football anymore yeah no i don't i i just think um when he retired for 20 days or whatever he probably like set up i mean vacation or something i assume yeah, Maybe. I mean, at 45, yeah. you probably need it rather than going through the grueling training camp. Like that's just gonna make you weaker. Yeah, I mean, you gotta save his goes. You gotta save his head, especially with. <laughs> I mean, what could come this year? But in the second biggest nor- or story going on in sports right now, um, the Pistons are getting another new jersey that is being designed by Big Sean that is going to be released in October. I did not hear this. Tell me about it. Uh, well, it hasn't been released yet. That's all I have. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like no, no even details of colors or anything. I okay. barely know who Big, Big Sean, Sean is. Uh, does he have a, a uh, like a clothing? I believe so. Yeah. I'd have to check out some of his stuff to see, like maybe get an idea of what his designs are. So we're gonna get two new jerseys for the Pistons. Well, one retrend of the old teal jerseys this year, and the new Big Sean designed one, which you know I I have high hopes for. You know, well, let's see what it looks like. I feel Pistons. like they're doing this more and more. Like mm-hmm. every team just has like you get to wear like each jersey like ten times because it I mean that's a huge revenue boost. Mm-hmm. You got you got people like like diehard fans that are like oh I want I love Kate I want a blue red jersey a teal this this yeah that's six hundred bucks right there yeah I mean I wore my Kate jersey to my uh, fantasy football draft so no oh. even though that's yeah, basketball but <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna wear my Barry Sanders one but then I took it out of the closet and. Realized I've never worn that in my life, so I couldn't. Oh, <laughs> it's like a Hall of Fame edition one, but you just have it in your closet. Yeah, it's like stiff as it still smells like it's out of the like brand new. Why wouldn't, nice. you, why wouldn't you frame it then if you're never gonna wear it? Well, that's why I took it out. Well, now I took it out because I'm not gonna, I don't know if I'm gonna frame it because there's nothing. Well, I guess I could frame you're just gonna it. keep it in your closet. Well, I was gonna like for... hang it somewhere in the basement, but I wasn't sure if I was gonna like you should get it framed, frame it, or just pester. Barry Sanders on Twitter to come over and sign it. Because, <laughs> you know, he's my bro and he'll do that. <laughs> hey, ride your bike over to Livonia real quick, Barry, and yeah. sign my, my jersey. <laughs> it's all dusty right now. <laughs> so that's who I saw riding their bike away from your house the yeah. other day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Legendary Hall of Fame running back Barry Sanders. Well, yep. he used to ride his bike to the games, so that's when nice. I said that. Oh. When, he, when it was in Pontiac, he was, like, notorious for that. Very cool. Very cool. I don't Bike know. riding is fun. 
Yeah, but not when you're that famous and mm-hmm. a Lions player that I don't want to get injured. <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of the Lions, we just had episode four, the penultimate episode of Hard Knocks this season uh, air mm-hmm. yesterday. Jeremy, did you watch it? Oh, of course. Vince, have you been keeping on with Hard, hard Knocks? Uh, no, I have not. You, are you aware of what Hard Knocks is? No. Well, it's an HBO TV show that follows the training camp for a particular football team each season. And this season, it happens to be on the Detroit Lions. So it's been very, uh, very fun watching... Uh, hard knocks with uh behind the scenes yeah behind the scenes of our own team you know mm-hmm. it's yeah. um it's that's interesting. next week is going to be so, very sad though yeah like, i'm i so, know i will cry during it i'm not ashamed <laughs> i will probably cry why you should be ashamed like, first of all but <laughs> at like this point like as of like what yesterday mm-hmm. they had to trim their roster from like 80 people to 56 it's oh. like basically execution day in the nfl or like, or like a thousand uh, people just get in one day or without a job like that you spring out the oh. guillotines uh, well, oh so i'm just imagining this like uh you know in the ancient rome uh they if a, a legion performed like especially poorly in the battlefield um Pretty much. they would order it could be ordered to be decimated in which case like the uh, captain like the centurion would go through and pick like one out of every like i think it's one every 10 uh legionaries and then the other nine of that 10 would then have to beat the 10th guy to death Oh. So I'm just I'm just imagining. Yeah, it's a little more. Mo- it's 2022, so we can't do that anymore. Darn um, it! Yeah, but talk but, to us back in 2002. So like this, yeah. this whole show though, they've like built up not these characters, they're people, you know, mm-hmm. and like you get attached to them. We watched them play, and now all of a sudden they're going to be cut, and mm. it's kind of sad. But yeah, yeah I get that. We That's unfortunate. The, the, we, wow, there's even. Even layoffs in professional sports yeah. on right TV now. too. It's like publicized. Like mm-hmm. they're gonna go home and watch at the same time that we do. Yeah, it was Ooh. interesting <laughs> seeing behind the scenes of like the process of trying to decide who to cut and the weight it puts on the GM and coach. I didn't realize it. Well, I kind of I didn't realize that they were like the structure of how I know that not every team does it. Like how they went like position coach, then like the offense mm-hmm. of like a, like overseer whatever his title is, and then like the offensive coordinator, and then the personnel scout or whatever it was. But yeah, like, yeah. I was like, it was Everyone's cool that they actually, I, I assumed it was just offense, defense, coordinator, GM, head coach, like sitting in there and like, which is boom, probably boom, boom, what boom. it was for P- Matt Patricia's era. It probably is a lot of teams <laughs> still right now, but like <laughs> he said, like, like Holmes, he's like, we do things a little different. Like it, we want it to be collective. Yeah. Every, cool. Everything the lions do is like everything I would do as a coach, like in terms, mm-hmm. in, in terms of uh, in- instilling, a, a team family and this seems like they're very good at making everybody know their value but still hold them accountable for their shit that they aren't doing correctly you know and but, and is this a recent development or it shows a week or, behind or or so i mean like it, sorry so your point about the lions being good at instilling a sense of camaraderie mm. and like a real sense of like teamwork well, amongst its players, the last two years, I, we year we a got a new coach two years ago, Dan Campbell, who mm-hmm. is one of the one of the like uh, he's a meathead. He's he's, <laughs> he's a meathead, and he's one of the loudest coaches, and everyone seems to like him because he's just oh, good, very motivational. He's, he's unique. Let you seems. be you. Well, um, after how uh, disappointing and he for us back in the day. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, after, he's after like how, the opposite of Matt Patricia. Yeah, I was gonna say after how disappointing mm. Matty Patty was. Um, Patty Patty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I still like to call him that. Um, I'm I'm happy to hear that. Like, 
the, the his replacement seems to have some promise. Yeah, and his uh, team within respects the league him and too, likes like him. The, the league people, like the media and stuff, they're they are noticing like what he's doing because even like the coaches are all players we watched playing yeah. football as of like five years Deuce ago. Deuce Staley, basically. Antoine Randall, L. Kelvin Shepard, who else? Uh, Mark Brunel. I mean, a little bit older. And then the mysterious but... Ben Johnson got some screen time this last week too. Our he's, offensive um, coordinator. I mean, I'm curious what he's going to do because when he took over, like him and Dan Campbell kind of took over halfway through the year, mm-hmm. it really changed. And now that he gets his own stamp and kind of seeing what Aaron Glenn was showing on the screen, like the movement yeah. and a lot of it, I'm like, like that's what you need today. A lot of movement. I haven't I haven't felt this strongly about the Lions, and I'm always naturally positive toward the towards them. But uh, Matt Patricia did kill a lot of that for me after the first year. Yeah. Um. But mm-hmm. not since it remind, kind of reminds me of uh, the Jim Schwartz era a little bit, but with uh, a little bit more going on with the coordinators. You know, like because Jim Schwartz was still a fiery guy. I don't know what he would have been like. But this is. I mean, it's we've had so many because like Jim Caldwell was was bland, mm-hmm. but like very nice to his players but never would talk like we knew nothing as fans yeah. or the media and did and it was annoying did kind I, of I dumb things uh, dumb and, things on the field like yeah and he wasn't a good he was basically what everyone wants to fire Mike McCarthy for like he doesn't know how to use timeouts and mm, blah, right. blah blah but like and, and we don't know if Dan Campbell does to be honest but like Dan yeah. Campbell's gonna like do ballsy shit all the time which is I would say like, though Dan he, Campbell's playing NFL like how I play Madden kind of but like not, not to that <laughs> extent well I, I will say that I will say I don't think he'll do that as much this year I hope not because I've, I think he knew it was like a lost cause season mm-hmm. pull out a lot of these tricks kind yeah of, it's like different how like the Chargers coach like if that guy doesn't do all if he keeps going for all these fourth downs and they don't make the playoffs like you're fired for that dumb trick you're pulling but mm-hmm. right. Dan Campbell also was a coach for half the year in Miami so he did have some experience mm. and he was behind Sean Payton who is regarded as one of the greatest coaches of all time for like what four years and he yeah. was the assistant head coach like I'm not as concerned with him as I, I am most first time play caller or head coach and like, he's not even the play caller like right, Matt anymore, like right? just calling like timeouts and things like that like mm. but like I mean I like the idea I'm, of I'm going more for confident it. in him than I was like Patricia or mm. like Schwartz and people like that. You know, we have we have like a, a, a offensive line returning completely healthy so far. Knock on wood, and we haven't really had an injury in training camp yet. Knock on wood. And um, Aiden Hutchinson, like they've been oh, featuring him God, in uh, Hard Knocks, and now I'm like mm-hmm. super excited. I'm gonna start painting my face like that. The one and a half sacks and <laughs> basically a game's worth of work right. that he's totaled up to at this point. He's got uh, he's got face paint over one eye just down, which mm-hmm. I think is unique to well, the NFL. he's always done it in... Uh, back in the day, they did a lot of those, the war paint, like way back. Uh, like it was mm-hmm. like, uh, there was one guy that had both, like he does, but like full on, like mm-hmm. eye socket all the way down. But in college, I think he did it the opposite eye. Because they said, didn't he say that in the first episode? Because uh, they got... He's like, I, uh, they asked him if he's going to do it. He's like, yeah, but I think I might switch it to the other eye or switch it every week or mm. something. But well, it's a good, it's, it's a, cool. It's, it's it a good branding thing for out. him personally. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. being as white as he is, like blonde, white, like you're white on white on white. Like <laughs> as he, they said in the thing, he looks like he's look, in a boy band. He needs to look a little mean. Like he's got mm-hmm. like, now he looks like a, like an, um, like he's going to war or something. He's not just mm-hmm. out there like a, the backstreet like boys. Yeah. What do the comedians say about him? Yeah. Oh my gosh, this is where NSYNC wins. 
Well, yeah, it's exciting because if, if he's actually as good as he's been, like he's done everything right so far in all the preseason games. I know it's just preseason, but I mean, if he's gotten yelled at, they did a good job hiding it on this you know, film. It's <laughs> well, gonna this... if he can get if he can get one sack in week one, that's a big deal because the Eagles are huge... rated as the number one offensive yeah. line mm-hmm. uh, in the NFL going into week one. I don't think he needs to get a bit. Well, well, if he does, it's a big deal. I would say like so. I mean, if he could get like four pressures, that could be a big mm. deal. Not the sack, but maybe three I, sacks. Three sacks, and we might have a superstar budding on our hands. I uh, trade him. So, so I. <laughs> so yeah, I mean this this uh, hard knocks show. You said it's on HBO Max. Correct. Yes. Okay. Well, I was already considering getting that. But that definitely well, pushes Vince, me further need it, in that. We, you can steal my area. information. Maybe oh, after this, goodness. we can show you the first episode, and you can see if. Someone who like casual football fan. Yeah, I would say yeah. less than casual. Hey, I, <laughs> I watch people, the games, uh, like the actual season games on Sundays. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you never come over to Dylan's for it. There's people oh, at work. Well, I need to change that. <laughs> like, uh, um, I mean, because I know, like, uh, not next weekend because or not this weekend because that's Labor Day weekend, but the yeah. weekend after that, so it's the Lions' first like Week official. One, game against the eagles philly and at Detroit. i think i i i really i mean we all say this every year hope they do well mm. but i'm not gonna bet the farm on it i mean last yeah. year i was pretty sure they weren't gonna do good i think they're winning the first game it's that place is mm. i don't know like every i want to go we, but play I, well, I guess, we do play well at home mm-hmm. the first, like the first year what was it chicago mm. it was like 50 yard bomb to kelvin right off mm-hmm. the first play like touchdown or whatever basically i'm like we play really good at home and this is like we always typically sell out, I believe, in general. But at home openers, this one's just—I feel like it's going to be like and a, coming, just way louder. Coming off energy. hard knocks, like yeah, it's mm-hmm. going to be—it's it's, going to be yeah. I just—I think it's going to be. Um, that, that's I hope, it, I hope interesting. This like uh, new like personal attachment, new level of personal right. attachment. This can could has the potential to create between mm. the fans and the players. Yeah, you get to see them like, joke behind the scenes a little bit and talk yeah. with their families, and you don't just mm. see them rah-rah on the field, you know? Yeah, mm-hmm. and I, I kind of believe in that group thing, uh, a little bit of vibes happening kind of mm-hmm. energy. You know, everyone's well, it's important if you want your organization oh, to be successful. Right you need to have some degree of, like, teamwork, like yeah. actual like camaraderie. Within your organization, and like you need the you need, I do believe you need belief to like win. Like the Lions have been an epitome of pessimism for as long as I can remember. You know, I, I would and, say not pessimism. I would say uh, a, a abused trust. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That might <laughs> and be a, true. An abused faith. <laughs> yeah, but now it seems it seems legit this time. Like no one's no one's like really going off the deep end saying what we're mm-hmm. gonna, except for like me jokingly, but. Like, everyone's putting the, into respective good. Like, yeah, we probably can win, like, eight games this year, which is a team that the roster the, the roster is not set to win eight games, really, with our unless our defense is, like, really surprising. But our offense, I feel like, you know, everyone's shitting on Jared Goff. But after watching this Hard Knocks episode, Mark <laughs> Brunel, uh, another player, coach that we have, talking about Jared Goff, like, could reach his, like, uh, career uh, heights this year, you know? Which I mean, he Jared feels, Goff is somebody that went to the Super Bowl before, which until before last time. year, Stafford wasn't one of those people, you know. And then if if Jared Goff does good, and with our talent we put behind him in receivers now with DJ Chark, and then halfway through the season we should get JMO back, and we have uh, budding Amon Ross St. Brown with a giant chip on his shoulder, and DeAndre Swift who could be like pretty similar to Todd Gurley in terms of pass 
pass catching and rushing upside behind the strongest point of our team in our offensive line that's all returning healthy knock on wood again right now then that's going to be a hard offense to defeat yeah mm-hmm. well what i what i was telling you like a couple days ago or whatever about like golf i feel like it's a a little too much hatred towards him like uh, like, the talk is, like, he's not good and we can't win with him. He's kind of just this stopgap. Mm-hmm. Like you just said, in three years with the Rams, he went to the playoffs two times, Super Bowl once. If he does that in a three-year stretch on this with the Lions, he's a, a freaking – he's yeah. a goddamn saint in Detroit. He wins he's one. the greatest Detroit athlete of all time. I mean, the mm-hmm. – the, the, You don't even know how to win it. Just I mean, we've never had that stretch before of three years <laughs> of, like – like, that's – so it's, I mean I know he's not the answer necessarily, but I don't think he's. I think he. Could I don't be, think to be he's. Honest. I'm not mm-hmm. gonna say he's not. He's not not the answer though. But it's mm-hmm. like we. I think we can win with him. Like a lot of people mm-hmm. think we can't win with him. It's I, already proven. I Rams think we can it. win with him, with this right team around him, especially if if we do keep him next year. Because even if they keep him next year and then they cut him the following, there's zero money paid. So whatever. Right. And if he shows out and then next year you build that defense around him more and keep the same offense everyone pretty much under contract that's when you like that's the perfect team around a quarterback like the him the jimmy degrappos like mm-hmm. where you try to build a team around a, a medium quarterback not like, like an elite one we mm-hmm. get we let's say golf pushes makes the playoffs or pushes us to be like in the conversation in december you can win with right? him you can't win because we're of not him. we're not getting rid of him and then we get two. We still have two first round picks. We'll see what the Rams do. We'll see what we do, and we can add both of those to the defense. And our offense is going to be another year budding and growing. And I don't think any of our linemen are up for contracts next year. I, no, I think we our whole offense. Maybe well, besides, but besides Hawkinson, or do they extend his fifth? Well, year? Well, we uh, they did extend his fifth okay, year. Okay, so then we have him next year too. Right. So yeah, every single person besides DJ Chark then, and maybe Josh Reynolds. I don't know if he signed a one year or two. Right, year, but, but you know, like whatever. But DJ, if he has a good year, I could see him resign. I just. I would hope we believe in him. He would they, probably. Resign. I would hope they resign him quick because he already had his thousand year under his belt, mm-hmm. his rookie year, and if he shows a glimmer of that again, like he might, adds, he might not be able to afford him. But that means compensatory picks next year. We get more picks. Like, come on, like mm-hmm. let's say Stafford like mm-hmm. hurts his elbow in week one, and like we get a top five pick. This is this is a this is even more of a fever dream um, <laughs> for the Lions. We get that. Yeah, we're showing a draft up, so I don't really care. In a, the in, pick. in a good quarterback year, we get that one uh, defensive end coming out of uh, I think Alabama or something. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we get Willie that guy Anderson, Jr. pair with Aiden. On the uh, on the on the two corners, that would be a dumb fucking edge rush. That guy thing. is. If he could have been drafted this year, he would have went. He would he would have went number one, and that's not even. No, it, Aiden I mean, went number two. It's so. not even knocking Aiden. <laughs> Aiden could literally turn into a superstar, but like, mm. like the gap between them, at least on paper, and like kind of what you see, right. is, is wow. Like put, putting them together. Yeah, would no be, one's saying. But next year, I already like looking at the drafts because I'm. Kind of looking in the after 10 range, hoping that we don't pick in top 10, but looking for linebackers specifically. Mm. Um, There's one of them, I can't remember his name or where he's from, somewhere on the West Coast. And then there's Penny Sewell's brother, Noah Sewell. Yeah, which would be fun. It would be a fun story. He's basic. Mm -hmm. But Penny Sewell's our our first round pick last year. He's somewhat like a Malcolm Rodriguez, just a little bit taller. He's like a, a... like a freight train. Speaking of Malcolm Rodriguez, Love one of the one already. of the stars of the show on Hard Knocks, he is a fifth round He's linebacker that is already starting for us and is like just you know just doing all the right things. Mm-hmm. And our linebacking core is notably our weakest part of our team, right? Yeah, he could be this right like based on where he got picked, he could be like a steal at this point. But 
He got, if he was two. He's inches like taller, our Amon Ross St. Brown of this yeah. year. If he was two inches taller, like mm-hmm. doesn't matter the exact way he plays, just two inches taller, he would have went like probably second, third round. Mm-hmm. But because he's not the prototype, prototypical height, mm-hmm. what do you go six round? Probably, to us? probably same with Amon Ra. Really, yeah. if we're thinking, if we're talking about it, you know. Yeah. Maybe Brad Holmes is good. Well, we're actually you would assume less because you put the smaller guys in the slot. But I don't know why he dropped a little bit. Mm. It's just stacked. Wide receivers are there's a too many now. Brad Holmes might be good in the fifth round, pretty good in the pretty great in the first round, maybe pretty terrible in the second round. Have we cut anyone yet? That he drafted? Um no like notable I mean, at least. Does Trinity Benson count as someone he traded picks for? That was a bad well, I mean it wasn't a bad trade because we didn't really give up shit. It was like what, gave seventh a, round a six, or something. A six round pick. For something that hopefully should have turned out better. But I, I would assume he's gonna be on practice. Squad. I was happy to see Quintus Cephas make the team. Me too. Because uh, I, I was him. worried about his like injuries and, he's but his be, like on the field production seems pretty dope. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. he reminds me of like an Anquan Bolden in a way. He's just a, a big dude. Like he's physical mm. with how he catches. He's not the fastest guy. Bro, we got guy, good receivers. He catches the ball like he's actually very good at like like uh, contorting his body and catching it. And then I drafted him in Madden one year, <laughs> like his rookie year. I did. Yeah. And I like would just throw the ball down the field and he just caught everything in the game. I'm like, Oh shit. <laughs> throw it to him on like in real life. Like he can, he can do it. <laughs> I've done it before. Like, and I love him, but I, I thought they were going to get rid of him just for injury. I mean, purposes. I think we have, I mean, it's hard to say that we've had the best receiving course since I've been a Lions fan because we did uh, have Calvin Johnson. But depth-wise, like, this is pretty fucking deep. And we don't even know what the ceiling is for JMO yet because he's coming off an ACL tear in uh, early January. Yeah, never he's had, a rookie. Mm-hmm. But he's the fastest. Like, he was going to be track, trending to be the fastest player in the NFL. Oh, dang. Because we had Golden Tate and, like, Kelvin. That's Nate impressive. Burles and Kelvin. Like, we had good duos, but never... Mm-hmm. But now we got. We never even had a. Not only did we not have like a third wide receiver, like a legit option, we didn't really have a tight end. Mm. Now we have T.J. Hawkinson. He's not a true pass catching. And tight you end. have a legit three four. Once J-Mo comes back, mm. I mean, put it where you want to, but J-Mo and say who like what Josh Reynolds and at three four. That's DeAndre solid. Swift is the best back we've ever had, unless you want to count Javid Best. Who, who, I think Javid Best was on track <clears throat> to be a superstar. You said what ever had. Since I, I, you guys have to remember that I did not watch Barry Sanders, I started say, watching football around 2001. We'll jump over this table right now. <laughs> well, <laughs> best, best the, oh, oh, this just got entertaining. <laughs> Honestly, I, I, not I, talk shit about Barry Sanders. I, I, I called the 0 16 season a clean slate, and I talk, I, when I talk about the Lions, I talk about everything since we drafted Stafford to what we have now. Yeah, like, I, I, I have to say, it's like, is so cool seeing how much the in-depth knowledge you guys have about the game and about <laughs> the players and all these like moving pieces it's yeah, just it's like, like oh this chess is on the field yeah no this is cool i'm like trying to absorb as much of this knowledge as this I why can. we should turn this Sponge. podcast into just a lions podcast we could definitely do that maybe we'll make a side one <laughs> yeah. restore the roar it's already one restore the roar <laughs> <laughs> i love it <laughs> we'll call it the lannisters always pay their debts because we we are the Lions. The over-optimistic <laughs> fans. We can just call it the Kool-Aid podcast. Yeah. The Kool-Aid podcast. That's actually a legit name for like It sucks because I don't like it. Because yeah. It's the like Kool-Aid the way, podcast. But that is the perfect 
podcast name. Hey, there you go. I'm good at names, everybody. Yeah, you are. <laughs> that you are. Unless it's a D&D character. Come Come was a great name for a D&D character, Vince. Everyone loved it except for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You said I was a terrorist, but I won every trivia, tra- trivia challenge thing you had. I made that game fun. <laughs> oh, that's a bold claim, sir. It's, like, it was almost <laughs> like you made the game for me. That's, well, what, that's, so, what, that's what people were I, saying. I did, I did actually, yes, make the game with I you solved in mind, all your goddamn riddles. but uh i still i still totally stand by what i said about come come is a terrible name come come is a i name. particularly like it <laughs> yeah it's like coming but twice <laughs> <laughs> so i mean if you're into that you know it's like twice as nice <laughs> <laughs> but in other sports news um aaron judge of the new york yankees is on pace to hit a record amount of home runs this it's year mashing shit yeah um that's all i gotta say about that because i don't Was really he 50 51 <laughs> he's got 51 so what's the actual record because i know what he's going for is i think it's like 64 is well yeah but that's not that's because they're taking away mark mcguire's Oh, I but didn't know he that. had like seven or Barry Bonds or whatever because he had like seventy something. I didn't know they're that. they're using Dude, baseball's the, so dumb. I'm pretty sure they're using the non asterisk steroid number I, because Barry Bonds has the record for most home runs in a season. I thought, but well, I thought this was just an AL thing. Oh, I don't, I'm I don't watch enough baseball to know, but I just he's still hitting fifty one home runs, which is stupid. Oh my god, we gotta talk about this. Um. Serena Williams might be playing her last match. Don't care. Was that today or t- is that tomorrow? <laughs> Sorry. I like tennis, but I don't watch it. Don't. Well, you still get to appreciate the greatness that Serena yeah. Williams has yeah, been. Yeah, no. I, uh, I, so, tennis is fun to play. Yeah, it's my favorite, uh, it's my favorite I, sport to play. But, yeah, I don't follow it um, like uh, professionally. But you know uh, about I mean, but you know the, about the the you know about Serena Williams. Oh yeah 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 yeah. I know Venus and Serena Williams. Uh, King Richard, excellent movie. Yeah, um, shows you and, the shows you the star power and, of a sport you never watch or, and and rarely play. Yeah, like um. But yeah, no. Uh, yeah. Even though I I definitely don't understand like the full gravitas of the occasion. You know, uh, it's one of the the sports premiere players potentially you know playing retiring. your last game retiring oh, yeah, and that's that is it's important it's too, you know and good for good for her for like you know work putting in i'm happy that for the amount of work and persistence she had to put into this to to make this career path viable for her mm-hmm. that it has paid yeah. off so much and you know that's awesome she totally earned the the stardom yeah. that she How, has i mean i know her sister is Venus just got knocked out. Obviously, I know her sister's like very good too, but mm-hmm. it's like she's almost forgotten about. <laughs> like, yeah, because it just it's, kind of sucks. It's I just guess. because of Serena's dominance. Like, like you even know. when they show the the King Richard movie and mm-hmm. stuff like that, um, a lot like even like on ESPN they played a, like a little clips of it a lot this week because mm-hmm. of her. But like, I guess maybe because it's about her, they're only showing her clips, but. Mm-hmm. They Venus never, Williams is the Cooper Manning. I don't remember ever, like, I almost thought the movie was just about Serena and her dad, and I forgot, like, Venus was also... Yeah, v- Venus is, is also still good. She she just played. She just lost. Is she but, older or younger? I think... I, are they twins? Uh, were they? I thought I they were don't twins know. for a minute, but I, I could don't be know. wrong. I don't know. Sorry. I don't know. I don't, I don't follow tennis that <laughs> Venus or Serena, if you are listening to this, I apologize. No, you are. No, if you're twins. We know you're watching. Beer number two. This is a, this is really good beer. 
I wonder if you could buy it just alone. Yeah. No, no, it's party pack. So, uh, let's do Pink Damsel next. All right, Pink Damsel. Just the intro to Big D. <laughs> What's with the music? I don't get it. It's going to be about what we're talking about. So, the Arctic Monkeys just released oh. their first new song in a couple of years with a new Off record a new coming album, out. I didn't know they, they they released a song today. Yep. I, I should text my boss. I wonder if they played it over there while I was there. Because that would be, I mean, to be in a different country while they're releasing an album and a song. Yes. I, I would assume maybe they did. The album is getting released in uh, October 21st, I believe. Um, but their first single is called There Better Be a Mirror Ball. And uh, I've been listening to it on repeat because it's really good. And it's continuing the the new sound that the Arctic Monkeys have put out since their last album, Tranquility Base Hotel and Casino, which was a weird album and completely divergent from their other music. You know names. Like- <laughs> uh, so what does this have to do with do Pink like them, Damsel but- Beer? Nothing. I just want. I just wanted oh. to start off. <laughs> made sure we made sure I remember to talk about the Arctic oh! Monkeys. Yeah, oh my I'm. God. I'm it's not. Sour. Yeah, oh, it, it, it says on here sour ale. Oh They're God. not joking. I didn't oh, read is, this, that. is this really sour? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Punch my saliva gland. This like drinking those uh, mega it's warheads. Like sour you yeah. remember those candies when I did we were not little? Expect that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, was ex- I was expecting yeah. a lot more, but uh, I did so, know it was a sour. So <laughs> I did not read it so, at all. I just like, this is cool. Sour ales are definitely one of my least favorite kinds of beer. Definitely my least favorite is a milk stout. Sour ales oh, have to be oh, just like above milk stout. I don't like milk stout. I don't really like any stout. Good thing I wasn't buying the beer this week because we were running out of options, and I know there were some good milk stouts. I was looking <sighs> yeah, as, lo- as long as it's not a milk stout, I'll drink it. <laughs> I like uh, I like milks. I mean, I like stouts. So. Stouts. I love um, stouts. Milk stouts. Yes. Mm, I guess it depends. So I don't like all of them. Some of them are just too much. But mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, you know, we're like not going to like every beer we try i mean but uh, yeah. generally speaking i like stouts i like any beer I, uh, other than not having one i'll tell you that <laughs> Ooh, speaking <laughs> of that of beer um i'm really jazzed that it's oktoberfest season oh, like we're getting oktoberfest beers in stock again one of my least favorite Pumpkin beers spices. oh that's one of my favorite beers uh it's oktoberfest honestly this yeah, ipa kind of uh, seemed like it was an ipa with a mix of an oktoberfest that's it's not a bad way to describe that um, the wine yeah, barrel, like, like can only get there is, sorry, the UPA. There was, uh, there is one, um, from Three Floyds, uh, put out, cause they're called, it's called Munster Fest. We did, we did Three Floyds last The time? Gumball Head, I can see up there. Oh, yeah, we yeah. did that, I, I believe we did that with you Twice. before, right? I, I, the Gumball Head? I've had that before, but no, I don't think that was with me on the podcast. Oh, well, I beg to differ. <laughs> Uh, if anyone out there can confirm whether or not I was on the episode with Gumball Head I from mean, Three Floyds, I could please. just look. Yeah, just go on that. <laughs> this can be confirmed quick. Yeah. Um, but anyways, yeah. Uh, back to entertainment. We can move on from Arctic Monkeys, but I'm really excited for their new album. No, good for you. Yeah, be, be October and, or when? Uh, October 21st, I believe. Uh, it will come out. It's called The Car. And 
Uh, all I will say is like their Tranquility Base Hotel and Casino album that came out. I was like not a fan at first, and I listened to it more. I was like, okay, this is just a new sound. And like, I think that makes the best bands when it changes every album, and like they're not just yeah, staying in the same. Like they're they're progressing in their in their lives and in their music. Mm-hmm. And Tranquility Base was just such a divergent from uh, AM, which had like the classic like "Are You Mine" and "Why'd You Only Call Me When You're High," you know, like <laughs> that that kind of stuff. You know, starting from the I I want that to be I from bet the that pers- you look good on the dance floor. I just like, watched. I want video the other I day. want that to that song like "Why Do You Only Call Me When You're High" to be from the perspective. Of a Taco Bell employee. <laughs> <laughs> like, why do you only call the store when you're high, sir? But oh, but if I could say Taco. stuff about Tranquility Base Hotel and Casino, which is their last album, the whole album's like a little rock opera about cool. a fucking hotel on the moon. Neat. Like so, it's really strange. And uh, but the whole sound is completely different. And then this one, based on the one song I heard today, mm-hmm. seems like they've refined that sound and kind of or make it into a more romantic feel <clears throat> and a more less weird you know more mm-hmm. like cause this one's called uh there better be a mirror ball mm-hmm. and which i got one of those in my basement yeah which i was like what the fuck's a mirror ball it's like oh it's a fucking disco ball like, yeah <laughs> there's little mirrors all over it and uh yeah I, yeah i'm ex- i'm excited to see what the rest of it is um and i i i'm I, now that i'm into the sound it's like okay we took this transitional album where like there's a couple songs i liked on it and then now there's this one like okay this is the first one i hear and i already fell in love with it that's fucking awesome so Shout out to the Arctic, mon- yep. Ar- Arctic monkeys. Shout out. No yeah. the, no the, just I, Arctic monkeys. I think my boss comes I, uh, tomorrow back from London where he was watching them, so I'm curious mm, to ask him if he. They could have played it. That's what I'm, I'm curious to ask him if they. I assume maybe like you know drop. Why wouldn't they like as their encore or whatever drop their their newest single? Right. Yeah, they could have. Right. Yeah, that, that, that's exciting. I, he would go like that's mm-hmm. his favorite band. So I know mm-hmm. he. I mean, he's probably already tripping and shit. Yeah, this mm-hmm. is like this is my top five favorite band. So like mm-hmm. I'm fucking I'm jacked right now. Nice for it. <laughs> I uh, I I know. Uh, I just realized on here on this can it says you know pink damsel. There are damsel flies on the can art. That's so cool. That's called a damsel fly. I thought those were just. Um, that looks like a. Ah, yeah. Like a giant. It um, looks like a dragonfly. Yeah, like yes. a dragonfly. I wouldn't have uh, known that, but are I, so cool. honestly, I believe you. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, <laughs> yeah. I was, uh, um, I, I just was uh, watching some insect documentaries fairly recently. It's cool, you know, like. Uh, uh, <laughs> I guess this fits in entertainment. <laughs> oh, yeah. I actually have a question about insects that I was going to Google yesterday and just forgot. Oh, well, what is it? How many, in, like, how many insects are, like, like on the planet like estimate. oh I, know I don't tell. know like, that's a ginormous like billions, number yeah trillions or whatever i mean there are so I was just many looking at my that, like, all the ants is, in my deck yesterday i was like one and i was counting i was like oh, there's like 20 ants and then there's like a butterfly i was like oh that's oh, so man cool. like this is just a like a small deck like there's got to be shit ton of insects like yeah in, mm-hmm. in the ground below i, I know i would like, go yeah, with i would go with uh, in, like, whatever after is trillions and uh Gazillion? Uh, is that a word? Yeah, that a word? I don't, I don't Quadrillions, know. Quadrillions, maybe? Yeah, like, uh, um, I know with, more. Uh, with ants, um, it, like, uh, I know there's a, a kind of ant that I've found around my house uh, called a citronella ant, uh, and they're, 
it's really cool. They're called cit- citronella, like you know, like citrus, because if you well, pick citronella them up and... is the, th- the thing you use to ward off mosquitoes. Oh, neat! I didn't know that actually. So... Uh, if you pick them up and squish them, they smell like lemon. They're lemon scented. Have you have you uh, noticed a, uh, a decrease in mosquitoes around them? Oh, I've... Uh, that's that's actually a very good year, point. I, feel like. I know. Uh, Mosquitoes, they they hate the smell of uh, you know like onions, cilantro. Lemon. Yes, you like citrus, but especially mm. garlic. They hate the smell of garlic the mm. most. Well, you ever heard of and citronella then... candles? Like the shit they burn in, like fucking. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, if, that's if, so cool. I put garlic around my deck because uh, rats also don't like it. And yeah, uh, I have, Vince. Remember when I sent you a photo of a, a moth? A moth. I, I yeah. just pulled it up because it it uh, reminded me of that. Yeah. It, um, I'd forgotten this about was that. This the moth that was like brewing on my deck that like oh, nice. came out, and I was like, "Oh, that's so cool!" Really, yes, Vince, like Vince will know what this is or whatever, and I like, sent it to him. But for some reason, I was like, "I wonder what." Like, I just scrolled over. I was like, "Oh, these are all the photos like I've sent with like between me and Vince, or only a few." Yeah. When did you send me a photo of weed? <laughs> is that weed? Weed plants. Vince sent me a photo of weed. Like, when but was that? Let me that? see that. <laughs> or did I random send you that? Let me see. This is, this is, this it is, looks like pot. This is not a weed plant. Oh, is, is this not? Nick's garden? Oh, is that, that a picture is of Nick's backyard. garden? That is yeah, your backyard. Yeah, that's Nick's backyard. <laughs> I, there, I, was like, yeah. I thought there were weed buds for a second. Oh, yeah, no. That, this is like some super <laughs> you guys weed. Have your in, it, it, it's a weed as in I like that, not no. marijuana. When we were on the side here that's cleaned <laughs> yeah. up now. We were looking through all your shit. And... Yeah, I remember that. Because he was point, he was naming all your weeds. He's like, you got a lot of different weeds over here. I was like, really? He was like naming them all. <laughs> oh yeah, like at the building. Rest where in I peace. Work. I chopped that um, shit down. There. It does there look was like a, a little bit of a like a skinny, weird like looking weed. Plant oh down. yeah, it's like the building I work <laughs> at. Awesome. They have a bunch of uh, you know you know like some places that have like parking lot islands or there's yeah some, yeah so. Uh, there's a lot of them are populated by uh, a type of ones. bush called uh, um, aromatic sumac. And uh, if you two or anyone listening are ever like, you know, your property managers and you're like, dang, I need to, you know, find some landscaping plants to put in my parking lot for my my property here like i advise against (laughs) choosing aromatic sumac (laughs) um it looks horrible it's not an effective ground cover for weeds um and uh um although if you like get your face like right up into it uh it does smell kind of nice um so but, lay down in this yes this um, is your gardening episode guys yeah this <laughs> is entertainment it, yeah <laughs> <laughs> um uh it, it's uh also its root system is very expansive so it's it's very difficult to like remove oh, yeah. so w- we were told to like remove this like just awful looking these awful looking bushes um and so literally what we did was we took a bungee cord and tie would tie it around the base of the bush and hitch it to drive our away. work truck <laughs> and then drive away and like pull the bush out uh yeah um but yeah no that was uh <laughs> that was a very amusing day yeah. but i was ever thinking dang i this is why you don't see aromatic sumac <laughs> in parking lots more often yeah you should be, a, you should be like a flower inspector for buildings and like i 
take that out, plant this here instead. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> just Arborvites. Like, yeah, that's all you ever say, Vince. Yeah, I know. Arborvites. Plant Arborvites. <laughs> They're easy. Uh, Arborvites, Vince. Yeah. <laughs> all right, to tie this back to entertainment. <laughs> Wait, are you saying that discussing... Are you not like, entertained? Yeah, are you not entertained? <laughs> I'm just a little annoyed that we're not still talking about the Arctic Monkeys, but we can move on. Um... <laughs> So I uh, I just recently um, watched with my dad uh, a, a Netflix special on a DB Cooper. Me too. Um, yeah, it's great. So I, uh, I was trying to get Nick to watch it. So yeah, I it's crazy. So you Nick, are you familiar him? with uh, yes. DB Cooper, the guy that jumped out of the airplane, right? Yeah, it's a so without it's, a paddle movie. I mean, I don't, I don't, I, I don't, I, I haven't seen him without a paddle all the way through. Three of the four main characters are from Michigan. Shouldn't Isn't that Seth Green, right? Yeah, like Seth Green. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I but I didn't know. D- I did not know DB Cooper was involved in that movie. Or they're searching for his treasure. Oh, DB okay. Cooper's lost treasure. Yeah. DB Cooper, yeah, the guy they, that they hijacked a plane, story. jumped off, never, never was to be found again. Yeah, so he, he, it's yeah because he probably he just hijacked died, a plane, jumped in the middle of the <laughs> yeah. night and yeah. over mountains and water, whatever yeah, you were. Forests, yeah, yeah and, and like no idea no one, about to go no one ever found him. Like no one found out what happened to the the money he yeah, he stole. Like, like yeah, anytime someone finds like a piece of clothing, they're like, oh, this is DB. Yeah, it's just like the basically the Jimmy Hoffa. Yeah, it's not. Like digging shit up, like he's not there. It, it turns out in the end, we'll find out that DB Cooper was Jimmy. Hoffa. Never left. He never left the plane. Yeah, he's still on there to this day, flying in the sky. Yeah, <laughs> was, was hanging on the undercarriage till after, and was now he like he's probably on camera as just one of the witnesses, and he's just like the ultimate escape. That would be awesome, actually. That would be cool. <laughs> Uh, he got, that he was, got like that a, was a good documentary though. I did enjoy it because um, it's a it's a pretty fascinating story. Too. I mean, yeah, it's it's nuts that he was. We know so little Especially about him. Like, like you would think someone jumping out of a plane like that, like the yeah. amount of money that they had was a lot, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it wasn't. Even for back then, it wasn't that much. Like, yeah. what was it, like 100000 I mean, yeah, that's, that's a lot. I mean, it's but a lot, like, but like, yeah. it wasn't like millions or anything to be risking your life jumping out of a plane for. Yeah. What year did this happen in? I think it was in the like late 60s. Yeah, 67. Okay, then that was a lot of money. Yeah, but mm-hmm. not, I mean, it's, I don't know, I just feel like. That's probably like a couple million. Would, you think, would it be that? That quantity? Well, you got to like, think, like, like, what are we paying for milk right now? <laughs> I don't know. Like a dollar? I don't. I don't no, more I, than a dollar. I, I, I haven't, I I haven't bought milk in a long time, so I yeah. don't even know why I said milk. I bought milk. Actually, milk's like probably like two forty nine, if not a like dollar three, three or four. Yeah, but we were yeah. playing almost two dollars. My eggs went up, and yeah. my the price of up. like almost all food stuffs oh, yeah. are going up, and it's my, unfortunate. My, my grocery bill has gone up twenty bucks. We're paying yeah. almost two dollars for a candy and bar, and I get the right? same yeah. thing like every time. So like I know, and I was like, damn. But then I I went to Larry's. Larry's now has. My maple sausage there. They never used to have it, but it's it's a dollar fifty cheaper at Larry's than Meyer, which I was pretty baffled by because I thought Larry's would be more expensive. Mm-hmm. And I like to go to Larry's, but I only shop half my food there, and mm-hmm. then the other half like they don't have. But now mm-hmm. I can get everything at Larry's. I'm like, this is perfect. Yeah. And Larry's has the best macaroni salad. 
<laughs> I'll let Sherry know it you is said the that. The best macaroni salad. I get it. Every <laughs> time I'm there, I've yeah. told uh, Kelly this and everything. Mm. Anyone that likes mac salad, go to Larry's. Uh, yeah, Sherry, the, the head of the, the deli Hershey's, there. She Hershey's, does good um, work. Uh, a good more manager. I feel like now. Hershey's chocolate, mm-hmm. a candy bar costs five cents, somewhere between 1950 and 1976. They're now costing about two dollars. So that's um. A ridiculously amount of upcharge, especially for such crummy, yeah, I mean, I don't know waxy that, I don't know chocolate. The, the the price, like that, the the dollar amount of difference well, well, of chocolate so, is the same amount of money overall. Well, so Jeremy, I mean, I know you, you close, also have but. to consider that like Hershey's chocolate bars are way more wax right. than they used to be. So. They're, they're, the, the product chocolate, is the a million is times like l- lower quality now than it was then, so it's it's way cheaper to produce. So I'm just waiting so for like it, the it, day. It, like it's it's like uh, so it says right here. According to a quick Google, one dollar ninety sixty is equivalent in purchasing power to about ten dollars and one cent today. Okay, mm. so hundred thousand times. Okay, times ten. So a million dollars. Yeah. yeah. Oof, so I mean, that's a lot of money. That I mean, to jump out of a plane in pure darkness, not know where for you're... a million bucks though, you, and you have a parachute. <clears throat> I might do it. Mm-hmm. I might do it. I might. Can I you might live been, alone in the wilderness with DB nothing Cooper. though? <laughs> with a million dollars, if I get one settlement that I find, <laughs> you're in the middle of the woods. You can't find. I mean, but you gotta like first live off the land for like a week before you find people. <laughs> It's, yeah, follow if the you river. survive the fall, yeah. follow the river. It's I just like, feel like I don't know a million dollars. I mean, I probably, I don't know. I just, why would he pick the land there? I would land like in some because no one's looking there. Because by the time the oh, cops it gets gives it, you time to the, like get away. Yeah, if they're like, oh, yeah. he You're dropped hijacked here. The plane. I'm going to Mexico. Yeah, but if he, they're like, oh, he dropped at this coordinate. By the time the cops can get to him, he's already like three hours away. Man, like take me so to a, far. Take in me the to woods. a goddamn mm-hmm. island. I guess the perfect like. I mean, oh yeah, it was the perfect. There's so many dead spot. bodies. I bet yeah. in national forests mm-hmm, and things like. Mm-hmm. I mean, either people hiking. I'm not saying like murders. Some people like, dead bodies or animal dead bodies. Like people like hiking, <laughs> hiking or well, like Mount yeah, Everest. Mount, yeah. You go on Google Maps that you can. There's photos yeah, of just yeah. frozen it's, people. That's, that's there. Oh yeah. Or or like the the Matterhorn in just, Switzerland. That's one of the deadliest mountains to climb. I just there watched is. a video of. I don't know if it was recent, but uh, like a Mount Everest, people were hiking, and one of the people like with the oxygen increase or whatever, or decrease or whatever it happens, they just, like, and climbing, they just fell over, and, like, the two Oof. people were holding them, and, like, Oof. you could hear, like, you literally, on this video, just heard the person's last breath, and then they just walked. Yeah. Uh, TikTok's like, a dangerous place. They just place. walk away, because, like, they're just going to freeze there. Like, you can't carry them up or down at that point. You just leave them. Yeah. Wow. And they just freeze. That sucks. And I'm like, man, yeah. like, you people, people do that knowing, like, there's a potential, like, with your, you know... Puffy and puffing and, and no oxygen, like you mm-hmm. could pass out and yeah, the mm-hmm. person just choke down their own breath, basically. Yeah, because it's the oxygen is so much thinner. It's like, up damn, there. like why well, would you risk your life? And that's the thing. That? That's <laughs> a, no prize. Well, that's the thing. Like Rich people um, like to do weird things. It's just bragging. Well, that's that's rights. the thing. It's like uh, why it, it's very unlikely, not impossible. I don't know exactly how to tell when it's actually doable now but that's why it's 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 very unlikely that you could even get a helicopter up to like mount everest because the air is so thin yeah. like aircraft don't even work it dependably yeah seriously that's well that's their mistake ass. they didn't get the like so, leaf power up I, I heard the other day and i don't i might get this a little bit wrong but um that Mount Everest is the highest point on Earth, and the lowest point on Earth, the difference in that is only like seven miles. 
I thought that was pretty. I thought that was not as much as I thought it would be. But someone. So the conversation that they were saying was the person. Well, you said, talking about like the lowest part in the ocean or sea so, level? Well, uh, ocean like the Earth, but uh, crest floor oh. under the in the ocean, oh, like okay. the bottom of the ocean. But like, so the person said, if you picked up, if some if there was a, a large alien that picked up the Earth like it was a cue ball, mm-hmm. and they rubbed it in their hand, it would feel smooth as a baby's bottom. And the person was like, "How can that be? Like we are so rugged of a terrain." And like, and they were saying because of like the size of it, the earth, the cube on their mouth or whatever. <laughs> and the, are they eating it? The like the <laughs> highest and lowest, it uh. won't like you can't. If you just touch like with your finger, you feel it. But if you're just yeah. rubbing it, you're, like it, because of the massiveness. Yeah, up there. but I was like, oh, it, was, it just kind of put it in like a uh, I don't know a weird perspective that like yeah, I don't know, how I thought, fucking small we are. I thought mm-hmm. it was just like <laughs> would have been like 50 miles or something mm-hmm. ridiculous, but mm-hmm. I guess not. Like yeah, yeah, just, it almost just I don't know like just how closely I guess we really are in a way. Mm-hmm. Just everything's yeah. crammed. <laughs> it's weird as time goes on, like the the bigger grasp of concept we have on the universe and of our own significance as beings you know mm-hmm. um but this is entertainment so we... <laughs> welcome to rexham's on tonight yeah third and fourth episode i can't wait for that i know you guys don't care well i don't know what welcome to welcome Rexham to rexham is. is a soccer team it's basically what we talked about with hard knocks mm-hmm. but a soccer team <sighs> in europe mm-hmm. but it's based on have you ever watched It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia? Oh, yes. Love so that show. So, Rob, yeah. Mac, mm-hmm. it's, he decided one day he wants to buy a soccer team but didn't have enough money, so he Zoomed Ryan Reynolds <laughs> and said, hey, you got money, let's buy a soccer team. And he was like, all right, but if we're going to do it, we should make this a documentary. So, literally, <laughs> at that moment, <laughs> they started <laughs> filming. So, the first two episodes, they didn't even buy the team yet. Like they're what? they're trying to convince this the, sounds crazy. They're trying to convince because the 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 team is is owned by like basically every member of the town. Mm-hmm. It's like Green Bay in a way. Oh, um, gross! Mm-hmm. So they had to zoom <laughs> over to Europe to this yeah. Wrexham, the city, and be like, "This is why two Americans that don't know shit about soccer should buy your team, uh-huh. and you guys should approve it." And they had to like convince them. That was one of the episodes, and it was like uh. it was. I mean, it's. It's great, but now it's about to get into the training camp portion of it. So interesting, nice. But that, he literally that knows nothing about wild. soccer. Wild. That sounds to, They were like wild. teaching him like the rules of soccer, and he's just <laughs> buying a team in Europe because like you can, how like if you finish in like the top of like three of your league, mm-hmm. everyone that finishes or whatever, it, like yeah. you go to like the championship league, mm-hmm. and then you can get demoted. Like if you don't do good in the championship, you can go to like double a or like triple a like you so you can constantly move up and down so he's like i the thought of me buying a team that right now used to be at the very top Mm -hmm. and now they're like basically about to get kicked out of ever playing soccer again oh they've got relegated yeah like because there's like six like levels of it like you Mm -hmm. move up and down he's like the thought i can i can buy a team and be very good one year and then be bad the next year and be relegated to have to work all the way back. He's like, it's something is motivating about that to like make you work and mm-hmm. have a strong thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like he related to like Philly and just like a like almost like a any sports city that's diehard fans. Like it's like ingrained in you. Mm-hmm. Philly, Detroit, you Chicago, yeah. New York. Yeah, like those teams. So like he's like that's why like and they were because that's all soccer is over there to everyone. Oh it's yeah, like soccer diehard. is crazy. So like once he kind of brought up the, yeah. the, the Philly with him, he's like it's a family event on Sundays. Mm-hmm. Like we go to the bar, everyone does yeah. this. And they're like, all right, 
oppose like yeah, no cool. one opposes and yeah. they probably have seen always sunny or ryan reynolds and some flicks so they're like <laughs> mm-hmm. sweet spider-man or whatever he was yeah, is, yeah, is our, is our deadpool dude. deadpool <laughs> owns the team yeah. yeah i knew he's somewhere close to that yeah. <laughs> wasn't far I, off i ooh. so here's Isn't a deadpool here's, is like the here's a the fun thing Spider-Man? that i uh mean spider-man <laughs> just had like the black so, suit spider-man so that's no, venom that's mm. venom so no dead deadpool <laughs> is the 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 merc with a mouth he's the meme spider-man yeah so i've like, just heard people speaking yeah no like dead deadpool's the kind of superhero who makes pinky pie references and i love him for it yeah it's, is he more like along the lines of uh what was the one with the drunk Will Smith one. <laughs> drunk Will Smith superhero. Yeah, he just like I flew around. No, Hancock. Hancock. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know who I, that is. I don't, I don't think he was drunk. Was he, he was drunk? always drunk. That's was he? all he was. So, he was ham. That's why he couldn't fly right in the air and shit. He was hitting shit. So uh, here's <laughs> a, God, so I've thought of that, here's that a, movie in a long time. <laughs> are you have to tell me more about that? Yeah, he flies but, around you've drunk seen Hancock. I'm sure you've seen Hancock. No. <laughs> Yeah, it's Will well, Smith. You can watch Will so, Smith. Fly. So, uh, here's a fun thing, entertaining even thing I did recently. Um, it's so, yes. Um, Vince, so, just be weary. I do have to ask you a question about something important. So, okay. So, uh, me and Jordan and uh, uh, some mutual friends, uh, um, and Brooke too, uh, got together to play the through the the new video game stray uh, do either of you know what stray is no a dog not? walking around <laughs> so it's a it's a video it's like game paper boy but with a dog paper boy was awesome his age here where uh paper boy is a classic shut your great. mouth nick it's weird being um, the youngest one on this podcast it's uh um so it's a game where you play as a cat a stray cat and uh, it's awesome. Far off, it. <laughs> <laughs> it looked at me like I was weird. Well, <laughs> I was right there. Well, and it's it's great because <laughs> what you do is like they they found a way to make an entertaining game where you do oh, cat I've things. I've seen this like, on TikTok. Yeah, this no, it's like, so good. The Sims like, for being a cat. Like, well, you so gotta, like, I'll, I'll, I'll lick your paws and shit. Oh yeah, no, you can lick yourself. How is there Twelve people you playing can, this uh, game. Um, you can knock stuff off of shelves. Um, what? you can, uh, like meow and, uh, you can, uh, like, yeah, you so, can like, demand pets from people. Don't purr from your owner. Yeah. You refuse to purr. Like, don't like this bitch. Don't pack it. So yeah. far it sounded like the classic game, Mr. Mosquito to me, but oh, a lot Mr. Less Mosquito fun. is good. Oh, it was such a good game. But so, it's like um, Sims and Grand like, Theft Auto, uh, but a cat. Yeah. Like, so it's great. You know, like, uh, you can uh, uh, scratch up people's carpets and their window drapes. And, like, How long uh, did you guys spend terrorizing <laughs> homes being a cat? Do you oh, get points awesome. for doing it? Oh, no. It's just fun to be a cat. Like, yeah. like yep, uh, this is an Animal well, Crossing some, type situation. Like, some, can, you eat, can you eat, like, pet fish and shit? Uh, shoot. I don't think there's any oh, fish eating section. <laughs> Jeremy, if, Jeremy if there let was, me sum this up. It. This is an um, Animal Crossing type shit, but even less rewarding. Well, I don't know so, so I, oh, I know what it. Well, not so a game the, where you live life well, and so, work. So, like, uh, there's a part in the game where you there's know, two I'm people pissed. on top of uh, <laughs> buildings, and they're throwing paint cans like across the the gap. 
like at you know at moving them from one roof to the other and uh if you stand next to the paint can thrower and meow as he's about to throw the paint can he'll flinch and like drop it and then the the person who owns the building in front of where the paint splattered will come out and start like yelling at them you freaking kids and you're you paint throwing and paint uh, um like, no but you can knock call of duty other... or, uh, call, uh, <laughs> call of duty <laughs> Just go around sniping people as a cat. <laughs> like, uh, well, then because you got the the store owner to come out of the building, that the door into the store is open. So then you can get in there and like you know like collect items. You can like pick things up with your mouth and carry them around. And you have an adorable <laughs> little backpack on. Um, but like, so the the premise of the game is actually really neat. Um, it starts with a. Uh, um, your with your other family of stray cats in this like it's this like ruined like industrial building and you miss a jump and you fall uh and uh um it just you you fall into this like you know this giant like you fall down into this like a giant pile of garbage and just tumble down it and uh um you just like awake uh, you're 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 the player cat the stray you awaken this like underground landfill and um you <laughs> this game is ridiculous the thought that you're walking around as a cat yeah no it's awesome and like uh um you uh you end up finding this uh um Nemo? well there's uh there's these like <laughs> monsters these like f- gross like fungus monsters here that try to like eat you and you have to like run away from them and use your cat like you know your climbing powers to like you know like evade them and flee the the swarm and you find your way into like a laboratory and you inadvertently like activate the equipment in the lab by just walking over the keyboard and just it just types in the perfect like you know startup code um what a game and uh you you end up finding that like uh basically there is this like uh, apocalypse and all these like uh the surface world became unlivable to he says oh man fear number three Oh, okay. I don't play many video games. Just it's a, it's, it's, it's not a, a Vinny episode unless I go over uh, if the, the, <laughs> the segments. Uh, but so real quick, they uh, it, um, uh, the surface world became unlivable to humans, and so they they fled to this underground giant underground city. But then like they garbage disposal became a huge issue, and the people at the the highest level of the city would dump their garbage and level below them who would then dump the garbage and level below them who would then just keep they just keep dumping it down under the people in the lowest level of the city and then uh there this like uh company this chemical company created this um genetically engineered super bacteria to uh eat the garbage away and then that's how those uh monsters i described earlier that's what they where they came from because then it turned out the the the, dust monster the bacteria super bacteria just started to eat everything not just the garbage and so um as you the the cat 
um, are trying to like climb your way back up to the surface world. You're uh, uh, along the way. You're helping these uh, people and like the lowest levels of the the city, like get find a way up to the the surface, up to the higher levels as well. Um, and uh, it's just really cool world building. Um, it's a really neat, uh, like a uh, heartwarming story. Um, and it's, it's all like all this like puzzle solving, like there's a part where you have to like infiltrate this factory and you do it by jumping into an empty cardboard box that then gets picked up and delivered into the factory or like destroying security cameras by literally just jumping on top of them and (laughs) making them collapse under your weight. In other words, (laughs) a game me and Jeremy are never going to play. It's so fun (laughs) because it's, you're just a cat, you're a cat doing cat things and you're like, saving people <laughs> like saving the world i'll wear a cat suit in super mario 3d land That's <laughs> cat doing cat also i just opened this beer and i cannot get the the taste of cherry medicine out of, Ooh, out of, so it, cherry coughs are up the yes. first the first sip i had it tasted horrible but i think it was because i went from a sour first to this. sip's fine but then the afterwards it's like now it now it tastes good, but it's uh, lost in the pines. Hmm. Yeah, lost this is a in the fucking shit. Dope can too, especially when you turn it sideways and see the sunset. <laughs> um, but anyways, we are on to politics. If you haven't noticed yet, obviously. <laughs> politics. <laughs> what we got this week? Well, um, uh, more and more shit with the Trump and the Mar-a-Lago shit going on. Mm. What's what's new on that front? Um, Do we know what documents he had I or didn't have? I think tomorrow, or when you guys hear this today, uh, there should be releasing more stuff about what was going on with that. Vince, you been following yeah. along? Yes, I have. And, man, the, the FBI better have some legit, like, damning evidence on Trump, like, or else they have handed him a PR coup. Um, I think they oh, do. So they this do is have looking like a mistake. I it no, might I, be. I, 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 it very well. I, I, I am it hearing very the well. Opposite, but. It might be. Well, go enlighten me. Oh, I don't know. I just tell like, me more. When I read like like just headlines well, of articles, it seems like I, it's a lot of things. Of like Trump's probably going to jail. Trump's probably going to jail. Well, well, that's the thing. They say probably, but we don't know what they initiated this over. Right. right. And uh, uh, Biden says that he did, had no knowledge of this that this raid was going right. to be this, conducted this, this to. which is yeah, totally to. well yes which he is, does have to does he? like that's that is this is intense if we're having because a sitting president, president you go after a former president okay. well, no, with the does, fbi did, like this Biden. is something he needs to know about and if his right, FBI that, is engaging level, I, I in this guess. kind of activity saying, without I, his knowledge, just an FBI level that's general, bad. He doesn't Vince have is a to secret know. Republican. So no, I am not. Like uh, I, I, I understand that like law enforcement agencies like need to be subservient to the elected government, and that that is a total incompetence on Biden's part if he's allowed this to happen without his knowledge. Like, if he just allowed this, his FBI is just carrying out this sort of thing without his permission or knowledge is, that's terrible. Like, I I mean, yes and no. I mean, I get why, but then... Yeah. You know, people are just going to come back and then, like, then he, then every so single wait, FBI you're, you're telling anywhere me, on the world, he should You're have telling me of. that the FBI should be just a stri- strategical tool of whoever's the sitting president? No. Is. 
but of course not. But that's what they're like. No, but like you can't just do something this major, like just on your own. What? Prosecuting a, a, a civilian, former president. Oh, a former president who stole nuclear codes, or, or well, do we know that? No, but we're pretty. That's sh- it. That's it. Right oh, there. We don't know, know that. We're, we are. We are the public, though. We are. I don't think the FBI and needs to so disclose exactly they, what's if, happening. If they Even do Mayor Garland because is trying to they disclose. like uh, Trump is gonna, for all. Everything's going to be redacted. A, so Donald Trump is a menace to our democracy, yeah. uh, but he is a social genius. And if they don't oh have a way to turn, like, let the public know what is happening here he will spin this into an absolute pr coup they will he will make it so that like he looks like the victim here and this will be a huge boon to him like if the the fbi it turns out at the end of the day the fbi did this because there's some like forgettable document that just has technically should have been returned but isn't all that important that Trump had, then this is going to no, do wonders for him. And if if it's more than that, they need to make that public. They need to like s- let us know what this is about. Yeah, I don't feel like Pronto, we'll really know what was in it all the and, way at least. And, then if that's the case, then they just help Trump. Yeah, I don't think it matters. Yeah, the, Trump, the is, Trump will be. Trump is going Trump. to run for office, and Trump is going to be any Republican component like i just think anyone that thinks that like this is the end of trump is stupid but mm. um i i i guess i wouldn't because of in only because of uh roe v wade being overturned do mm. i think that biden even has a chance in 2024 because yeah. of, of the power well, of so, women coming out to vote well i don't un- i don't understand that why roe v wade is making making people excited to come vote for democrats because they've done nothing to like fight for a woman's right to choose yeah, in because living they, memory because they they uh, there is no other option. That's the closest option other than a full on fucking rebellion. Well, but don't you see like the like how absurd that is? Like the oh, the Democrats are posturing and preaching about this and asking for your money for it. But they're not doing anything. It's they like, still have yet to actually do it's, anything. It's truly the lesser of two evils because they're the they're, 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 I, I, maybe they won't uh, do anything, but they're not going to take jo- they're not going to take anything else affairs. away. And I don't I don't like it. I think it's stupid. I think we need to burn everything down. I've been saying that for fucking <laughs> and years. And that's stupid. That's like so not what, helpful. What, what's the other option? Vote like, for vote third for Republicans. Party. Make it work. Oh, like, oh, third party? Like yeah. Andrew Yang's stupid-ass fucking yes, forward party? Like, no, yeah. fuck the forward yeah, party. No, we don't need, like, a, we don't need a third you, party that's so, in the middle. So, yes, we do. No. Well, because well, the, that's good. There needs to that's be a... completely disagree. Isn't every third so, party going to be in the middle, though? I mean, it doesn't what have not to in the be, middle no. of the, Not in the middle so, of two powers at B. So, like, I mean, there's nothing inherently bad about, like, having a party that's, like... In Founded the, the by middle. a billionaire, which are inherently evil. Uh, I mean, no, yeah, there's not anything inherently wrong with the, the founder of the party being wealthy. Uh, but, like, billionaires are inherently evil. Maybe you don't no. agree, but I agree. No, I, 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 I believe that. That's stupid. That's a, that's a, why is that stupid? Because, they're, like, they're, just they're, because you have power doesn't automatically make you evil. You, I mean, by that logic, Nick... 
Bernie Sanders is evil because he He's has not, a lot of money. Yes. And so does like every member of the squad yeah. also is incredibly wealthy. Don't you don't you realize that in being incredibly wealthy and being ridiculously wealthy is a very big jump. It's like more than from 1960 to 2022 in terms of how much that is. That's that's a $10 dollar jump, right? So that's a, like 100,000 to to 1 million dollars mm-hmm. in the DB Cooper thing we were talking about. This is exponentially a large amount of hoarding of wealth that is dangerous for the economy, dangerous for society, yeah. and dangerous amount of power. So I don't so well, sorry, sorry if I sorry if I don't think that's the years. same fucking thing as being rich than being fucking well, so- evil rich like Andrew Yang who is a billionaire who is choosing mm-hmm. to try to Oh, let's make this all last forever rather than come to this big fault and decide what actually is right. Let's just get down the middle. Like what basically be what a Democrat is right now. And he just wants to take away the progressives. All of his policies so are Democratic I disagree. policies. So the, the thing is like the, the, the Democrats have spent like most of the last like uh, two decades, like, uh, um, essentially just codifying Republican gains. Like, uh, you know, Obama, you know, helped to make sure that habeas corpus was gone. Obama helped to make sure that, like, we would torture detainees. Um, uh, Obama helped to make the Bush tax cuts permanent. I uh, continued, you know, Bush's wars in the Middle East. And I always heard Bush's, Obama was like, actually a pretty bad president yeah i would agree with that i mean having a watered down version of romney care as your signature piece of legislation is intensely disappointing um like uh um you know there's more mexican children in cages now under biden than there ever were under trump um you know biden has us in more foreign wars than we were in under trump i honestly like, feel like if you're you speaking think that, my like, for me if you well if you think that like you're going to so you want get something- out if you think this is going to change by just continuing to vote democrat all the time and saying mm-hmm. oh the democrats are the lesser of two evils so they're good then we're just going to keep like marching rightward like if the Democrats have proven the Democratic establishment has proven the they do not were- want to ch- actually make s- fundamental change, and it, it, like they need to learn that progressives, that liberals, uh, their vote is not guaranteed. That they have another option they can go to the unless the Democrats party- actually get something done. The forward party that sympathizes with Republicans because that's what their fucking thing is. Mm-hmm. Like, is go just going to weaken the progressive movement. Like the progressives have a strong fucking hold right now. In it, then why don't they use that to get anything done? Well, because they can't because of the goddamn establishment. So unless you want to do well, that's what like part saying, of my point there. If so, if they well, not if are, if they can't get anything done because of the establishment, then they're not in a strong position. They're in an incredibly weak, compromised position. I, I'm I'm not disagreeing with that aspect of it, but mm-hmm. I'm saying the uh, the the building build, building up. Of, of the forward party, Andrew Yang's mm-hmm. bullshit party. Um, like, it, why it, is it bullshit? Because it's 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 in between. It's already it's it's it's. Well, just, which isn't necessarily just, a bad thing. 
Well, I mean, so it, it has to be to my, one to way my, or the other. To my political beliefs, it is a terrible thing. It just makes the Republican Party stronger because it makes the MAGA group of that being like, okay, look, they're coming back closer to our side. So like, they're gonna split up the Democrats who are who are. There's well, a lot so of- Nick, don't you see that like, if it is cent- if it is actually centrist, mm-hmm. then it would also, if it actually works, then it would draw people away from the Republican vote as well. I don't think that there's a drawing away from the Trump side of the fucking party. Yes, That's, there is. That, no, that like they, yes, there they, is. They I mean, live. They live. So Solely in delusion. No, they, no, they and, don't. And, and, so yeah, they, they do. are. They yeah, recognize they that this country's government is corrupt and does not serve the interests of its people. And their j- legitimate anger and frustration it's, has it's been fascist. turned against like scapegoats. Like, but they understand the their their anger at these fundamental problems is you know right. It's just that the the solutions that have been po- they've been sold on are the wrong solutions. Yeah, what solutions do the, Re- the Republicans don't have any solutions? Re- well, that's what I mean. Yeah, they've been sold on the wrong solutions, but they understand a lot of the same problems that we understand. Yeah, but they're also are when progressives and and Democrats propose solutions, they're just met with this little a bunch of bullshit and why they can't work you know like everyone's outraged about this fucking student loan debt being uh canceled which is ridiculous for them to be outraged about so i like i'm outraged about biden's like student loan debt forgiveness proposal because like proposal it's it's happening well it when it actually happens i'll believe it like wait why are you mad what are you talking about it's happening so the uh um Biden wants to like forgive uh, roughly about right. like ten thousand yeah. dollars of student debt. Um, Twenty thousand like, for uh, you with Pell Grants. Yeah, and and the thing is, like the average like amount of like college debt someone would have in this country is uh, uh, close 50. to a hundred thousand dollars. So you like, mean more of re- forgiving everything? Yes, as like, in the progressive side, not the Andrew Yang side. Be like, yeah, let's um uh, forgive uh, two hundred dollars. Wait, Did he actually are, say why that? Are people no, against that's, it. Well, then it's, it's why are you middle. saying that? You're saying that like that's his actual policy position well, when it's not. Well, you're, it's not you're right the, because his, side. his policy because he's been asked on interviews what his position is on mm. stuff like Roe v. Wade, and he's like, "We're not for either side. We're just well, going he, forward." Yeah, you talked about the one on CNN. He did thing. say what his position was. Right, what is his on position? That. His position was that uh, um, a woman's right to choose is a human right. Okay, cool. What? Why? Why is he? Why is he? Um, uh, trying to belly up to these fucking fascists. So, like, the well, I would say the like, you know, because a he's bite. a billionaire. And just, I don't. So, well, so, I don't so, like the idea on. that you think it so, should be one side or the other. When, mm-hmm. like, I, I mean, I constantly hear you say you want to burn down the establishment, which I just don't think is a, a, a feasible or even just realistic. Anything, well, neither is Andrew Yang. Uh, without just going on a straight on civil war but um no there'd be a straight like, on civil war. If, if you want things to like burn down an establishment and change things away from what we have you i mean you can try to do that as we are now but you're saying it has to be the left side or right side and no nothing in between because of this 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 and this reason has to be this way but so Some of I, it mean, I do think you're that. still so even if it went to even if you burn down this shit and something like you like i don't know it just seems Unless people agree with you, it's just not not you. I'm just saying whatever party you're affiliated with, it's 
never going to be that way. I mean, yeah, it's like, well, the the establishment wants to keep us divided, just wants us to like hate our neighbor and not actually like unite against the establishment. So I was um, watching Hey Babe podcast the other day, and it was like this one was from like a year ago, but they were talking about do spies live amongst us and the whole thing. And they started getting into of like, like a lot of people's theories and I don't even know if their theories are maybe like true, but like there's a lot of Russian spies here that like even work in our military, two people in Hawaii just got caught and they're basically all their plan is to get here is not as to be a normal citizen, go to a college and just consistently disagree with whatever is like being taught or whatever. And which is not, all, it's all liberal. So ideas. then other students hear it and then it's like a 20 year plan. So these students hear it a little bit and start to have little doubts, right. little doubts. And then you have some, like they're basically their infiltration is just, just to get us to fight against each yes. other. It's Jeremy, like, do you all want, this talk. Do you want, do you understand? Well, Did you come so, across like a Russian spy or anything, Nick? <laughs> no, you're thinking of the opposite way. Cause everything taught in mm. schools is based on factual and mostly lib. Like everyone going to college is mostly teaching a liberal history of shit. Well, I would disagree that college does a good job of teaching in factual things, information. Believing in things like <laughs> science and like climate change. No, but like, and, I would, in all like, industries, they, they do that. Not just college. I, mean, I would just use that as an example. Like, like we literally have packed, Pakistan having the biggest flood ever. Meanwhile, fucking goddamn Jackson, Mississippi had just has get bailed up by the mm-hmm. government because they don't know, they don't even know when they're gonna have water. Mm-hmm. Everywhere is on fire. Fucking China is overheating and like we're <laughs> we're not really arguing about whether climate change is a real thing anymore. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much settled fact. But five years ago, I was having these arguments with fucking Republicans mm-hmm. about whether climate change is an actual thing, and it's just changing into different different things. Now it's kind of like accept the fact because it's like proven fact because we're watching. I mean, it's fucking just, it's a climate cult. Co- co- what politics is is a cult, right? Like and you I, just consistently hear things from your side and believe it. And well, Democratic, yeah, your echo Democratic and Republicans and then, yeah. are well, a cult, but the former party. Well, then why do you want to side with one cult over the other cult? They're I'm, both awful yeah, cults. I thought, I thought you'd be like more for the forward party, the middle yeah. party. Yeah. Because it's, I'm not it for the middle party. Both evils is that one. The middle party <clears throat> sympathizes with the people that think that climate change isn't a real thing, or people that think so, that we didn't so go to the moon. No, like you need to. Yeah, no. Like you need to. People that think Nick, that billionaires you, aren't the want, bane of everything. That's the re- real thing. So it's funded you, by a, it's funded by a goddamn billionaire. So billionaires so, are evil. That's a that the amount of wealth that billionaires are hoarding is un fucking imaginable, mm-hmm. and it is truly truly evil because they are killing people regardless oh, so, of whether they're doing so it intentionally I, or not. I agree they are that, murdering like, people. Change, so, well, so right, but I, do you believe in the death so, penalty? No. So if someone kills well, like yes. if someone kills a hundred thousand people, well, you think so, they deserve to die? So yes, all billionaires will, deserve it, to fucking it, it, die. It, so I don't think the death no. penalty could just kill one person like in <laughs> so, Texas or whatever. But Nick, they all like, uh, we, to fucking we die. You're hoarding so much to, fucking wealth like, that could save take, so much of Nick, the world. Hank, I will. I, no, I'm, I'm, I will. Over, I will. I will like, ever talk you, to you, Nick. I will ever talk to take. Yeah, money. I'll say the same oh, thing. We need to. What do you donate? Rain in the power. I don't have billions of dollars. I'm surviving. Nick, we need to drain in the power of the rich. All my, yes. all, all the and money, like, all the uh, money that I'm giving Nick. into the capitalism mm-hmm. is going to 
funneling up to these billionaires. Why don't well, we just so, stop so, giving money to politicians? And like, like, don't like. Well, why, like even giving why it, even give, give money, give, giving it so, to DTE, well, well, giving so it to you cable, need money giving it to the NFL, to run a political campaign, yeah, giving no, it to goddamn Amazon. One of the big problems is in no the United States. We have one of the big problems with the United States is that we have a system of legalized bribery. Like the the it was already bad before the Citizens United Supreme Court decision, but that Supreme Court decision ruled that money equals free speech, and so there can't be any limits on who gives it however made, much made, money to whoever. It made corporations the thing have the is, same amount then, of amount of power as a person right well and and that's uh yeah it's 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 been a terrible for our democracy because it's it's a system of legalized bribery and we we, need to get money out of politics we need to change that and this is yet another thing that the democrats have done absolutely nothing on even when they've been in power over the last two decades i'm aware i'm aware is over promise and never deliver the democrats are and and that's why that's why jeremy money like like, not saying like like what you dedicated people to politics then Donate little money here and there. Well, Jeremy, and what you were saying there about the Democrats are a sieve until we bust out the fucking Jeremy, guillotines. Like you were saying there that like uh, you know uh, politics is overhype, underdeliver. That's why like we can't let like say the Democrats think that oh well it people never vote for the uh, Repu- for uh, against us because the Republicans are crazy because then they have no incentive to like actually live up to their promises. If they're actually like legitimately afraid of their base not voting for them, then they will be forced to live up All to right, their Vince, promises. But last time that happened was when Hillary Clinton was running and everyone was like, Oh, whatever, Trump has no shot. Like, mm. I'm not done for Hillary, like, you know, I'm voting third party. And you know what happened? So, Trump happened n- and no, then Trump that's a mischaracterization of what happened. Uh, based on you, but that's exactly well, no. what happened in my life. Well no, it's not. So like do you know what the Pied Piper strategy is? No. So that was uh, Hillary Clinton's strategy to uh, prop up and give more attention to and funding to Donald Trump in the Republican primary because she thought that if I can uh, make sure this guy becomes the Republican nominee, he'll be the easiest to beat. And yeah. so she, like, when she says, oh, well, Trump and his basket of deplorables, talking know about- that she cynically empowered him because she thought it would help her. Like, uh, uh, she's responsible for him most, winning that nomination. Most of, most of the people that I know that didn't vote for Hillary did not vote for Trump. Like, they voted, they voted third party because, like, you know, even, even, even someone we're not allowed to talk about on this podcast voted third party. And, and and that that's not that's not just a a, a a a small amount of people. A lot of people voted for third party because they well, thought well, Trump good. was a, 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 not something that's going to happen. And that well, Hillary so- Hillary was Hillary was just a lesser of two evil, and she was selected, not elected. I heard that from my fucking father. Well, like so, and the- then what happened mm-hmm. was Trump won. And this so- is what happens when you let a. A, a, no. a weird Republican win so, that replaces three. So three. the thing is, Nick, Vince, is you, that you, you, Hillary Clinton You're cutting me was off a, all the time. Hillary Clinton was a terrible candidate. She ran an incompetent Trump was campaign. a terrible candidate. No, he was a 
excellent candidate. No, he's he an awful is person. A dumb. No, he's, no, just, he's no, an awful I, person. I, I, but he's a, he's, saying, so, though, like, he's a I, social I kind of genius. Agree, I agree with him when he said when. As as far as a candidate, he was a great candidate. Calling like, Trump a genius of anything is ridiculous. Basically, no, he has it's a pu- Nick. He, how many a puppet for him though? Like, how many like, times to this, get that way? You have to do something right. And yeah. How many like times does Trump need to win before you realize that he knows how to win people over? Yeah. Oh yeah, is, but that doesn't mean he's a genius. He's, he's just a an idiot. So he's a genius, genius. manipulator. He's, yes, no, he's a master he manipulator. Fell well into said, a right shitty. He's a shitty person. Oh, he's an awful fascist. But you can still say racist, sexist. No, like awful I think he person. Just, it's not yes. a, that's not a good thing to be a master manipulator. Yeah, it's just it's just it's, giving him a. a, a and then prop. when you he have is not a, a master thing. manipulator, he is just who he is in in the right time in history where people are overly annoyed with a black president coming before him in Barack Obama, and then conspiracy theories in the internet starting to coalesce all at once, all at once, and making everything overturned. And then Trump is spouting a bunch of racist shit. Bunch of not true shit, a bunch of conspiracy theories about being elected, not selected, or even when he lost the election, so, okay. like all right, all these voting well, he's machines. A baby, we're not so, disagreeing. So, no, no, so I'm saying it's the thing is, I think it's it's the, the internet age meeting a delusional old fucking man. So who, the the who is so a popul- I, I totally star. agree that like social media and. Uh, is a huge problem yeah, a for our society, right? And there, yeah, and bots like and, saying and all that. Yeah, like. but so the thing is, is that like, uh, uh, so I'm gonna say it again: Hillary Clinton, terrible candidate, super corrupt, like the 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 cold, abusive, established, greedy establishment personified. And the fat on top of that, she has no charisma. Um, and like, uh, you, she did nothing to like reach out to the Bernie Sanders supporters and, you know, bring them into the fold. And like, uh, of course, when you have like a status quo that is increasingly awful, like, uh, and you have this candidate who is this like super pretentious, like, uh, embodiment of that status quo. Of course, the outsider is going to be appealing because, yes, Washington, D.C. is a swamp. Yes, like, Hillary Clinton is crooked. Like, uh, um, I can totally see why all this is appealing. But, you, I mean, that doesn't excuse the fact that Donald Trump is also super crooked and hateful and greedy and stupid. But, like, uh, um, of course, like, uh, no one... No one, it's no one's fault. Like, okay, the reason people aren't enthusiastic or weren't enthusiastic for Hillary Clinton, that's all Hillary Clinton's fault. Like, it's if people don't like her, that is her fault. That's her running a bad campaign. Like, and the Democrats need to own up to this that, like, it's their fault they lost the 2016 election. And they need to learn from their mistakes if they want to remain truly competitive, like, in presidential elections moving forward. Don't you think it's like it's, it's beyond beyond the point now? Like no. every every single presidential election we have from now on, do you agree or disagree? We'll uh-huh. we'll, we'll have this in, in in timeline forever. Yeah, you don't think every single election that the Republicans lose, it's gonna be like, all right, they stole the election. There was something weird. We had to go do voting stuff. That's gonna happen. Every Politicians single election. Politicians are the biggest babies. Like, Trump's like, oh, they are. Trump yes, is Trump yes. is gonna. Trump is gun. Well, actually, that's not true because every single election before Trump has been like peacefully transfer transfer of power. Mm-hmm. Then Trump tried to start a coup, and uh, that if Trump runs again, 
even if he loses, mm-hmm. he's gonna try it again, and it's gonna be more fiery, so more Nate, dangerous. I, you always say like uh, to go back on it. You always say like tear down the systems and shit. But for what I've always been saying for like a year now, of it, it makes no sense to me if, if why don't if people just vote for who they feel the best candidate is at that time. Mm. I feel like it gets rid of this left versus right and blue versus red and all this shit. Like, so I vote for you. Like, I vote for you, who I think would be a great everyone, candidate. But That's like, not do anything. But everything I've ever, when I asked that question, to everyone, no one would leave their affiliated party, mm. even if they knew the other person was a better candidate, because they're like, well, we need to have this in the house and this in the house. But if you if everyone just voted for whoever is the best and it, you know, you let it go for a couple terms, then it like, will help shit even out. I, in that. I, I like, feel like that's a mm-hmm. dumb I just feel like voting that, for mm-hmm. one or like just your party, even if oh, you I, know the other yeah. one's better, that's a disservice Jeremy, to America. No, I agree in a, completely in a, because in a, it's in a, dem- stuff, in a democracy, in a two, in a, you should be that's voting like for who you... me picking alliance to win every year when I know they're yeah. not just you, because you, they're In a the democracy, you should be voting for who you... In a democracy, you should be voting for who you want to be should, your leader if you're best. voting we don't have a if democracy you're voting, we don't have if, a democracy well, and yeah and the if you're voting for just who you think you need to vote for then that's not really a democracy yeah because you're not really choosing your leader so and that's why down, we need we need, vote, to, we need to tear down this stigma about yeah, voting for they, third party get people. out there and kill rich people most people that i want to say most people but i would say a lot of people that vote like how do you think this is a vote against the person not knowing shit about it they just Maybe it's their friends are like, I hate Trump, I hate Trump. So they're going to vote for Biden not knowing shit that he wants. They just Mm -hmm. don't want Trump. So that that doesn't help, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. No, it doesn't. It doesn't help You're just voting like, yes, I would vote against Trump just based on who he is because he sucks. But like, Mm -hmm. if if all of a sudden like my money's going up, the housing market's great, like unemployment's way up, yeah, I'd vote for him then. Like if he's making America better, as much of a douchebag he is, I'd probably still vote for him. Honestly, but he's yeah, not. I, I feel like, I feel yeah, like yeah, yeah, I get you. I get we're, you. We're at the end of this podcast, and I feel like we just got further away from what the fucking answer is. <laughs> so um, uh, I'm, 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 I'm leaving this very discouraged. But vote uh, for Nino. So I, I'm yeah. Vote for Nino. Vote for Dylan. And I'm very happy we could make another uh, time capsule here. This is fun. I love talking about this, this has stuff. This been the Splitsies podcast. Podcast yeah. three Splits has been number three. I'm Thomas Eager, the course of one beer. I'm your host Nick Wagella. You can find me on Twitter at Nick Wagella on Instagram at Nick Wagella. Um, uh, you guys both have anything you want to promote, nope. so I'm not even going to ask. Uh, this so yeah, tag. I'm just going to say I look forward to being on this more. Hopefully in the yeah, future. Yeah, well, I'm moving to Denver, so uh, <laughs> uh, Denver now. Yeah, that's official. Uh, but I, it's more important to somebody else than it is for them to listen to you. And thank you for splitting six with us. The world is hopeless and everything's on fire. Untrue. Goodbye. Goodbye. I'm here. <laughs>